in a world that has more than enough information and noise. Is it even possible to truly anchor ourselves and have peace in a scattered world? Hi, this is Pamela and Mary, and we are a mother-daughter team who span two generations but share one message. We will delve into what it looks like to be fully integrated, body, soul, and spirit, and will bring encouragement and hope all along the way. We get it. Life is hard. And let's be real. Hard doesn't even begin to describe it on some days. But we want you to know that you're not alone. And not only that, we are here to come alongside you and cheer you on as you walk out your individual storyline. So join us as we journey together and laugh, cry, and everything in between. Welcome to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey Madre, how's it going? It's another day in our world and your world and everybody's world listening. I wish we had some people on from the audience so we could ask how their days are going. I think it depends on any given moment of the day. Amen to that. that I'm having one of those days just minutes yes. ago. I was getting really drawn in and was about to have a panic attack. And mm. my co-host here, Miss Mary Mack, saw it all over me and said, Mom, I think there's something. You look really stressed. I think you need to get rid of that face and whatever you're feeling and let's pray right now. And now it's better. So mm, right now I'm yes. better, but thanks for asking. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Any given moment. Yes. Mm -hmm. So today we are going to be talking again about our stories. I think that is like a pivotal touch point that we are going to be interweaving into a lot of our episodes as we move forward. And we've talked about previously in different episodes how important we believe our stories are and sharing our stories. And if you want to listen to episode eight, we talk a little bit more about that, of uh, the importance of stories and the importance of not just our story, but how to have God's narrative on our storyline. So if you want to go back and listen to that, we talk a little bit more about that. Today, we are going to be diving into a little more specifically the importance of sharing our story, our testimony, our story. And and I know sometimes when we think about that, we think about our story meaning from baby to now. Uh, but we know that a lot of times it doesn't always look like that. Sometimes it does. But a lot of times it's like a point in the storyline, right? You're talking about a chapter in the storyline that we're telling. And what is the importance of sharing our story, not just for ourselves, but for others? Yeah, I was reflecting too. I can't believe it's been like 10 months ago when we started this podcast and we jumped right. way into these foundational pieces. But yes. in all of this, we really were leaning in, not just for one or two times, episode eight, yes, and But we were really leaning into this for several weeks at that time. Yeah. So as we, again, look at the beginning of the year, kind of let's just take a pause and look back there because just because time has gone on, the question is, where are you? Where am I in those things that we said are so valuable, that are so important? Right. For me, it kind of starts back with, okay, why is this matter? And it goes back to because it's valuable to God. Your yeah. life matters. Your story matters. His life in himself matters. His yeah. gospel story matters. This sort of reframes things. Are we running hard after what God values as opposed to what we value? Yes. And I think that one of the reasons God so values our story is because he realizes how every part of our story is affecting us. How does sharing our story actually begin to bring us healing? Yes. And how does sharing our story actually help bring freedom to other people? 
Yes. So how does sharing our stories and chapters of our story bring healing? I think the reason that God so sees value in our story is because, first of all, that's who we are. We've talked about this in other episodes. That is all we have is our story. And so God sees it and he loves every bit of it. And also because he can see and he can jump ahead and see, oh, this is just one part of the story. But this isn't the end of the story, right? Exactly. And I would say that reflecting and remembering one of the reasons why we do this is because we were talking about value. When we talk about what God values in our story, really what we're talking about is that God values you. Yeah. Why is anything you do, why is your story valuable? Because you're valuable to God and you're an instrument and an extension of him on this earth. The good, the bad, and the ugly is what God is saying, hey, I can handle it. I allowed so many of these things so that I could be glorified and so that you yourself can remember what I've done. So I think part of this is, yes, we do think of it as kind of a testimony. That's what we call it in the church. But we're talking about really something much greater than that. We're talking about not just focusing on the moment of transformation when you're born again, that part of your story. We're talking about how God has made a difference in your life and the times that he hasn't because you're checked out from him even though you know him. So our stories can be, in some ways, more relatable to people than talking about a blood sacrifice to a culture today. They might be more relevant than words that they might understand like sin and atonement, right? right? I can't walk up to somebody and it's so archaic in terms of a person's understanding in this culture today, but they can understand if I get on their level and I tell a story about my pain, about my hopelessness, about my shame. Uh, They can relate to a story of something really amazing that's happened to me, and I am the one who's experienced it, so I have the power and the authority to talk about my story like nobody else. This all matters because God matters and you matter to God, and this is part of how he has partnered with his humanity and his creation on the earth is that we would be an ambassador. We are the one that our neighbors and our family members see every day and our coworkers and our children and our spouses. So our stories matter in this way for others, but they definitely matter for you. I want to say something really quickly. I have a unique situation in that I had a unique story 25 years ago. Now, the thing about that story is that it was so unique in its own way, but it was so demonstrative that I talked about it for years. I'm still talking about it now. Yeah. God called me to tell this story. The thing about that is, and I think I've said this before, if I'm sitting on my computer and trying to go back editing through the manuscript, or I'm talking to a stranger in an airplane, I know I've said this, but I want to reiterate every time I connect with the truth of that story. I want to tell you, it's like the word of God. I am not saying my story is in the word of God. Please don't (laughs) write me about that. But I'm saying that there's rarely a time that I'm reading it on my manuscript or I'm speaking it to a total stranger who's sitting next to me and anybody in between that I'm getting to know. Every time I remember, sometimes I'll walk away and I'm like, Wow, that should be shouted from the mountaintops if there's hope for me and my family. But I I realize that as I'm saying the story, it becomes more alive to me. 
Yes. I think part of sharing our story is that we're reminded of all the ways that God has been faithful. And it so encourages our heart, even as we're speaking it out loud and maybe someone else is encouraged, but we're just equally encouraged. Like, because I think there's such life in remembering and how much God tells us, remember, 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 and not just remember, but speak it out. Yes. Tell others, speak this truth so you don't forget. Yes. It's so powerful that we remember the parts of the story that God was faithful. And that we share those stories with others. They're not just for us. And I think it's recognizing that too. Our story isn't just for us. We are part of this bigger storyline. And I get it. We all want to be just like our own individual storylines. And God's all about personal. He's all about meeting us where we're at in our storyline. But God's also about all of his children. I'm reminded of sometimes with my kids where I'm talking to one of my children. And they're like, yeah, but... It's not fair because of this and this. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't see the bigger picture, okay? I'm looking at all four of you, all four of my kids, and they are just seeing with their eyes how this affects them. And I'm like, I I get that this affects you. I do. I do. But – I promise that it's going to it's going to be okay and it's going to work out and ultimately this is for all of our family's good. Yes. And so how much more so the Lord? My gosh, it's so true. The thing is yes that God can use your story and your heart in your walk with God a million different ways. And I think there's something about those of us who follow Christ is the idea of the testimony. It yeah. feels kind of burdensome. I don't know, like I have to say it right or get it right or jump right in with a lot of Bible verses. But there's so much time for that in relationship. There's so much time to go deeper with someone. But I think if we would begin to see it as something more organic, something that this is just a part of who you are. You're not trying to preach. You're certainly not trying to defend. You're really just trying to be relational and say, man, when my son died, it just changed my entire life. Well, that's a point most anybody I'm talking to can get with. For many of you, when my husband left me or when I knew I had stage three cancer, there's a prolific amount of information in our stories that are enough that somebody will relate to that. And we're not even trying to like sell something to them. Oh, this is just so I can tell you the gospel story. But I think the fruit of the gospel story, and I think this is something important I wanted to say, it's the fruit of who God is in your life that will draw them. Yes. They, they may not understand all the mechanics based on their belief system and many other things, to get in and explain to them how God has reconciled man to himself through his son. Okay, that's a lot of stuff. I've spent years in that subject, and it's as beautiful to me and deep, gets deeper. So I'm saying I don't think we have to jump in the deep end of the swimming pool just because we want to start a conversation with somebody and we're feeling led by the Holy Spirit to have this conversation. Maybe in this bigger picture, those of you listening could maybe change your thoughts of my testimony to it being this genuine organic relationship you have with God because of ways and things he's done in your life. Yeah, I think that's such a good reminder because I do think sometimes we feel like, oh, I can't share something until I have it polished out or until, until I... I know the beginning, middle, end, but it's like, 
No, we can just share our story. And honestly, we don't have to fill in all the gaps. The Lord's like, just share your story. Just share what's happening in your life. Just share how I've been faithful or what's going on. Just let me fill in the gaps. Like you yes. don't have to be like, and, and this is what I feel like was happening because God was doing this and da da da. Just share your story. There's so much life just in our stories. We don't yes. have to add to it. Just sharing what God did, just sharing, and the Lord will do the rest. Amen. When you just said that, right. I'm thinking of you, Mary, right now, the audience who's been listening for any time know you and know how you communicate. And so, what I love about what you were just saying to dovetail off that. We absolutely don't have to tell them everything in one sitting, first of all. Yeah. And secondly, we're going to be talking about how to listen well and yeah. uh, other people's stories. So I'm just going to say that if if in your exchange, this isn't a monologue when right. we're sharing our stories, you're really telling a story. They're asking questions. You pause. If they say, that reminds me of when this happened to me. And I felt like that. This is a conversation. So when we say yes. a story, let's make sure we're being very clear. This is not a monologue. It's not a platform where you're going to get to preach and they're going to listen That's to so you. Good. Because when I think about you, Mary, how many times have you been with a woman or a person or a group of people or me or your sister or your husband or your children and you just pivot from what's happening in that moment and you say, you know yes. what that reminds me of? I kind of see this picture. So you're present. The picture yeah. isn't even maybe part of your story, but at that moment, you're bringing forth something about God that's true, something yes. about that person's heart or your heart mm -hmm. and say, mm -hmm. I, I feel like maybe sometimes this is how you're feeling. Again, that's just speaking into each other's lives. Right. So we're talking right. about something, and I just, this is dawning on me now, that uh, could sound super religious when we're talking yeah. about our story. And please, let's pivot away from that. We're talking about having genuine, authentic conversations about your own brokenness and about your ability to connect with them as another human being, knowing that they too are broken and have had lots of pain in their lives as well. We're trying to bring a connecting point to just say, hey, this part of who God is and how he can enter into our lives man, I don't know where I'd be without it. And this is the part yeah. that I may be helpful to you today, et cetera, et cetera, whether you're talking to yeah. a believer or a non-believer. Yeah, I actually was literally about to say that was my next point of we have to be willing to pivot. And so that is exactly what I was thinking, because the reality is, what's the fruit of sharing our story? What's the point of it? The, the, the point and the purpose shouldn't be just to talk about ourselves. If we're sharing a story, it is to be sharing what the Lord's done, to just share what's going on in our lives. And our heart posture needs to be, okay, I'm sharing my story. But at any point, if the other person, I see something on their face yes. and their body language where yes. they're being affected, where they can now feel like, oh, I see myself in that. Or they jump in and say, yeah, actually, like you said, mom, I can really relate to that. We have to be willing to stop the story and to attune with what they're feeling and to say, okay, Lord, I don't have to make sure I tell my whole story. That was never the point of this. I can lay down my agenda and pivot and say, okay, yeah, let's jump in here then. You know what I mean? A thousand percent. I know what you mean. Because that's what we have to keep before us. The point of our story is to be a blessing to somebody else. Yes. And so at every moment, at any moment, at any time, even if you start with anything, 
wherever it goes, you have to believe that the Holy Spirit's leading you. Because this isn't you walk up and every stranger you see, you're going to have the time or any kind of acknowledgement from them that they even want to talk to you. We're not talking about anything like that. So that's why I think uh, we want to remember that this isn't so that we can be a light for Jesus. If there's any yes. pilot light on in them, and we'll never know that. We, we won't know where they are in their journey. We might by some of the clues they say, but even if people use religious language, it does not at all mean that they have come to know Jesus themselves. So right. a lot of people are talking out of what they've been taught or what they think they know or what they are disgruntled by misperceptions they have. So we have to, like you said, be able to continually pivot in a conversation if it's for God's glory and for that person. Mary, you and I both say a similar thing. And part of this has just come from how God has wired us. But I think the idea is that every person that's in front of you is the person you're being present with. Yeah. So to be present with the person in front of you is really, I think, a, a gift and easier for some people than others. Yeah. But I know for me, I can become radar locked on that person in front of me because I'm in it. I'm listening intently because I want to know. I want to draw things out from them too. So again, I think we might frame this more as a little bit of a conversation as well as just our story. Yes. Yeah. I love that. It's beginning that conversation, starting yes. that you sharing your story and then being like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm willing to go in whatever direction you want this to go in. Yes. I would say my motive every single time is to be vulnerable with them so that I don't appear that I have it all together, but it's to maybe share something vulnerable and hear what God is saying to me in that moment when I'm face to face with them. Because if I just have an agenda, I may be speaking things to them that aren't even relevant to them. So this is why we want to be sure that why are we talking? And so I think part of it, again, is that it's going to be somewhat mutual. You're going to be learning things about them as well. And you're building the beginning of a relationship. You have no idea where God's going to take it. And so you don't have to be in a hurry if it's someone you know or that you've invited into your life. Yeah. And I will say for me, I think for me, sometimes it's hard. I'm like, okay, well, how do I just jump into a storyline that I don't feel like is finished? So what I mean by that is it's still happening. And I've talked about this on other podcast episodes, but I think something really important and really powerful to say is that you don't have to wait until the end of the story, yes. meaning like I'm still in it. Yes. I'm still in something difficult and something painful. It's not like, and then God broke in and this yes. happened. And we've talked about that. Yeah. We haven't had those breakthrough moments and you can still share your story. And yes. there's still so much life in that. Yes, yes, yes. I think these are all really helpful things that can sort of inspire us and help us to remember what we talked about 10 months ago at the beginning of this podcast, that yes. this is why it's valuable. And where are you? We spent a lot of time. So now I'm kind of talking to you as an audience. And that is, where are you in this journey? Because we can all take in a whole lot of information. Right. And then it's like really not going deep in us. And so we disregard it until we hear it again, maybe. So we're just reintroducing that back into your lives to say, where are you? I want to just jump ahead, Mary. We don't have a lot of time left to just say, what are some things that, I don't know if you even thought about this, but what are some things that come to your mind when 
we say to a person, where do you start? How do you start? Should you think about it first? Should you write something down? Like you said, should it be polished? Well, I think we're absolutely saying no. But what are any things that come to your mind about how do we integrate that more into our into the sharing of our stories? One of the things I had, I'll throw mine out first. (laughs) It starts with if you've not really looked at your story, you're not really going to be comfortable with talking about it because you will definitely be in the beginning. There would be no reflection. There's mm-hmm. no gathering the golden nuggets that God has shown you. It starts with a heart to want to know, a heart that wants to see. We did talk about it many months ago that this is where it starts. You're the recipient of your own life in God. Have you sat with him to look at some of the hard, some of the good, and some of the overwhelming parts? Right. But if you've not done much of that at all, I would always say, let's just sit with the Lord to say, God, give me courage to look. Give me curiosity. We talked about these words before, that I would want to know more than just what my surface experiences has been with my own history. Yeah. Yeah. I think that even though we mentioned it doesn't have to be polished, I think us having some context to to our story, meaning we've sat with the Lord on it. We've journaled through it. And when we say our story, it can be literally if your whole story, like your time with the Lord, or it can just be, okay, Lord, you're highlighting this portion of my story, this chapter, and then having a dialogue with the Lord about it. What am I feeling right now? Or what did I feel then during that part of my storyline? And how did you come in and speak truth to my heart? What were the dynamics happening? Really processing through that. So when you do share that portion of your story, you can feel more confidence in sharing it. And then if they have follow-up questions, and this is just on a practical level, you're not so thrown. You're like, yeah, actually, I did process through that. You know, it actually kind of reminds me of when I'm posing my clients, my wedding clients, some people will come to me, some clients will come to me and they're like, I really want non-posed pictures, like super, super canned, like documentary style. And I'm like, okay, I totally get what you're saying. I love that style. I love that vibe. But I think what you're actually meaning is you want something super organic and authentic and natural, but you don't actually want what you think you want, meaning walking pictures because your mouth will be half open and your eyes might be cross-eyed, <laughs> right? I, I hear the heart of what you're saying, but you might need a little bit of direction. And so I guess what I'm saying is, yes, sharing our stories is super authentic, is super genuine and real. We want to be super real. But if we haven't put any thought into it, and any thought at all into that story, and we haven't processed it at all, we might be like, whoa, actually, as we're talking, we have a lot of bitterness and anger. Yes. And then we're just sharing this story, <laughs> and I'm just super ticked off about exactly. this. And I mean, I, I guess God was in it. I don't even know. Yes. And then it's just like, okay, all right. Well, that <laughs> fell flat. Nothing life-giving in that. But there can be, of course, at times with somebody close. And there's all kinds of these caveats. There absolutely is. And we're going to be talking about in times to come about sharing our parts of our story that are very painful and difficult and how we share those with the people that we love or people that we feel safe with. Yes. And ways that we can walk that out and how that's something very different than just sharing those parts of our stories with just a stranger. So sharing the very difficult, painful parts of our story are 100% necessary and very life-giving, but it's also 
to be done, we feel like in a, in a safe environment where you feel like you're being heard and seen right. and you're able to really process through those things. What we're talking about today is sharing our story in the sense of that it would be life-giving and encouraging for others. Absolutely. That's the word that yes. came to me. Life-giving because when you're giving your story in a different context that Mary's referring to, it's more for your benefit. Other people are listening to your story in a way that's safe and drawing things out of you. So there's kind of two sides to this coin. And so I guess that's a frame of mind is when we're talking about sharing your story, we're talking about that you've done the work of sitting with the Lord, a friend, both, hopefully. And and so now you've been able to sort of glean some fruit from all of these parts, especially the difficult ones. Now you have something to say regarding these things that can be life-giving to somebody else. Yeah, so we just want to encourage you. Maybe you're already doing this. Maybe you're already sharing the things that God's doing in your life. But just to remind you, as we kick off the new year, again, how powerful our stories are, our day-to-day stories. Maybe you're thinking, I don't even have that much happening in my life. And there's really not that epic of things that's happened. And I would encourage you to sit with the Lord and say, Lord, what have you done? Because he's done things. So sit with the Lord and say, what have you done and what are you doing? Really sit with the Lord before you uh, jump into a conversation with somebody. Sit and ask the Lord some of these questions. And then as you process through some of that, you can begin to feel a little more confident to share these things with others. Yes. And and I want to add another practical thing, and that is and I am a big proponent of, of writing your yeah. story down. For many of you, you're not going to start in the beginning. I didn't. I was never a writer. I was never a journaler. I started with the end of the story. I started with where I was at that moment in my life when my son died. I, I think there's just so much fruit in writing your story down. Turn it into a novel. You could do anything you wanted to do yeah. with it. But I think there's something so life-giving by you walking through your story with the Lord and writing yes. it down. Again, it can just be bullet points. It can be emotions. But you could build it into this art journal. You know, if you're, there's so many things you can do to express yourself and your story. But by getting it out there, I want to just remind you of all the values. First, it's the Lord. It's he's being glorified in what whatever your story is. And secondly, I think your family is going to be affected because one day that story could they could read that story in a way that will be very different than you being their mom today. Yeah. It is a real heritage gift to bring, to be able to give to our kids. I, I think whoever it is who might read your story someday, somebody gives it to a friend. We have a voice, even in this giant world when it doesn't seem like anyone could even hear our voice amongst right. the noise. But again, this is never about a platform. It's about the person right in yeah. front of you your daughter, your son, your parent, your coworker. And that's enough. That's enough. God is the one who adds any kind of influence. That's not why we do anything that we do. We do it because we love God and we really want to praise him for the things that he's done in a way that's real and relatable to people. At the end of the day, it can become like a memorial yes. to your own life and it will not only affect you deeply by going through the process, but again, affect others around you. Because it will be organic when you're talking about it because you have sat in it enough that it's now helps you remember. It's your own memorial so that you will go back to it and remember all the things that God has done. I know Consider It All Joy Manuscript has done that for me countless times 
over the last 25 years. It has ministered to me and to the Lord as we sit together. I obviously think it's, it's valuable in a lot of ways. We bless you to consider this and to think about it and to maybe start right where you are and processing with God. Lord, this season of my life feels so hard and it's been so terrible. Just invite him in to say, how about if we could just write it down together and let me process all that's been happening. So we bless you in this and we're so glad you're continuing to listen with us and share your time with us. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the More Than Enough podcast. We are still busy behind the scenes setting up our website, but for now, if you would like to stay up to date or follow along, you can follow us on Instagram at Girls. That's A-M-E-S-G-I-R-L-S. We know that because we're a newer podcast, one of the best ways for people to find us is through reviews. So if you would take just a few minutes and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would be so grateful. Thank you so much again for joining us, and we look forward to chatting it up again with you next week. Have a lovely week.